Marley was dead to begin with. There was no doubt whatever about that. The register of his burial was signed by the clergyman, the clerk, the undertaker, and the chief mourner. Scrooge signed it. And Scrooge's name was good upon change for anything he chose to put his hand to. Old Marley was as dead as a doornail. You know it, right? First line of the Christmas carol. Marley was dead. So was Whitmore. We buried him on Friday. Monsignor Paul Whitmore, born just before the start of the Great Depression, ordained a priest in May of 1954, 95 years old, almost 70 years a priest, 25,000 times he ascended to the altar of the Lord and brought down heaven for the good of the people of God. But besides his longevity, I invoke our deceased Father Whitmore because I've come to think of him as a, a ghost of Christmas past for my family. The poor family in this story was mine, not the Cratchits. But like the Cratchits, was a large family. My mother's, they were immigrants. Eight children came with my grandmother and grandfather to Ticonderoga when young Father Whitmore was first assigned there. They were in bad need, support, and they found it in the church not because they asked for it. The priest showed up with a big case, and my grandfather was a proud man. Food and clothing, all sorts of supplies. My grandfather wanted nothing to do with it. And the father responded, it'll come back to us. It's a loan. And I think it did. They received comfort. Comfort from the Lord. They gathered in a land that they did not know the language, but in a church where they did. Monsignor Whitmore was a key part of that. I've lost track of who the priest was, but Father Whitmore was there. He was at least supportive of the endeavor. He's a ghost of Christmas past for my family. But also, dare I say, a ghost of Christmas present. Because many of you know the name of Father Whitmore, Monsignor Whitmore, even if uh, he was never assigned here in Canton, because many of you get the North Country Catholic. For years, as long as I remember, he has written a column every week, a reflection on that coming week's homily, the coming week's readings. And before he died, he did one for this week. I'm going to share it with you now. The words of this Sunday's readings are the closest we have to the joy of Christmas itself. In the second reading, we hear rejoice. Again, I say to you, rejoice. Why, we ask. The reason for this joy is the same as that of the early Christians. And he would know he was around for most of Christianity. <laughs> they held to their firm belief that Jesus Christ had paid the price for their sins and that he would give them the glory in the life of heaven. 
He knew of it, Monsignor Whitmore did. He knew of that joy. Everyone that met him, he was such a positive presence. I'll tell you someday along the way why I'm, I'm quite certain he's the single most significant reason why Bishop Lavallee is our bishop, second only to the Holy Spirit himself. His funeral was full of, of people. Most people, when they're 95, don't have a full church. I propose it was because he knew what this day was about. It was a day of joy in the gospel. But he goes on, Yet we can be left emotionally unmoved at the teaching of the coming of Christ. A false, quote-unquote, holiday spirit has robbed Jesus of his own birthday. But he was never one to leave people in that awareness. We know it, right? We see all the tinsel, all the glitter, all the songs, all the materialism. We know about the, the danger of forgetting what Christmas is about. But he doesn't leave us there. He goes on. So we need to spiritually enter into the hearts of Mary and Joseph as they excitedly await the child's arrival. And also that of St. Paul. For St. Paul knew that the early Christians would be tested. So he exhorts them and us in our second reading today to pray without ceasing, to pray without ceasing, and to give thanks always, not just on that day late in November. Above all, St. Paul warns them in today's second reading, don't quench the Spirit. In this way, They will be preserved blameless in spirit, soul, and body for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. For many, he goes on, Christ came quickly to those early Christians as their faith led them to martyrdom, but they never lost their joyful spirit. For many, he came quickly because they died martyrs' deaths, but at 95 years old, Jesus took his time And we benefited from it in the church so clearly. Now for his conclusion. Today's gospel, he concludes with, continues the preaching of St. John the Baptist. How carefully St. John makes clear to the Pharisees that he's not the Christ, nor the light, but a voice testifying to the light that has come into the world. Fear and doubt thrive in darkness. We all know that. Just as turning on a light in a dark room can take fear away from a child, so the light that increases in us each day of Advent can shrink our fears and bolster our hopes. Brothers and sisters, we gather today. It's so good to have uh, Deacon Carter Pierce with us. He's here largely because he's home for Christmas, but also because the family up front, little Henry, needs to be baptized, his nephew. The baptismal waters are ready for him. And that light that comes into the world at Christmas is shared with him, with baby Henry, through the waters of baptism. The baptismal candle will be lit from the Easter candle, that reminder that that light, though it's divided, is never dimmed. Monsignor concludes, This Christmas, many of us are suffering from grief at losing a loved one loved over the course of the year, lost over the course of the year, and facing the first holiday without that loved one. Many are suffering in other ways. Many have their own 
passions of the cross to go through. But this Gaudete Sunday, this Rejoice Sunday, reminds us that Christ was born in the manger and so longs to be born in our hearts. If we let him, he will brighten our sadness and bring us joy. Charles Dickens was right. Physically, Marley and Whitmore were dead. Christ himself died. He was dead as a doornail. The life of our Lord continues. The life of the resurrection, the life of conquering sin and death continues. And for this reason, we rejoice.